your hour of thrive time begins now with your host jay mamie on the jay mamie talk show good day everyone and welcome once again to the jay mamie talk show this is jay mamie and you have now entered your hour of thrive time i'm excited that you're joining us today for this fantastic show and i mean fantastic i know every show is fantastic folks <laughs> i know that you say jay you you every time i listen to your program you are always touting how fantastic the show is going to be and look i want to tell you something my friends i say it because i believe it i say it because many of you echo it after the show airs so i'm going to say it again today today is going to be another fantastic broadcast that's going to give you content that's going to help you thrive in different areas of your life different aspects of your life different components of your life all need that trigger for thriving and i believe that today you're going to find that especially with our two amazing guests. Let me just let you know who the first guest is right now before we dive into our Thrive Talk. And I've got a good Thrive Talk segment for today. But Gary Weiland is going to be joining us today. Gary Weiland is a name that many of you are going to become very familiar with. What an amazing, what an incredible story. He's an author. He's a motivational speaker. But he's also an amputee. He's a, a firefighter who lost his leg and came back to continue serving his community as a firefighter, but he didn't stop there. He went on to become a USA power athlete and a champion bobsledder, and that wasn't enough for Gary. He decided, you know what, what else can I do? How else can I challenge myself? So he went on to become an American Ninja Warrior competitor who's competed at the highest level of that competition. Gary Weiland has an amazing story. He's going to be with us today to share with us his messaging of going through adversity. How do you adapt? to adversity how do you overcome adversity phenomenal story he's going to join us in just a little while and then we're going to hear from one of the what i think is one of the most interesting hosts of a great new podcast that's just knocking it out and it's just hitting that podcast universe uh like nothing else has hit it in quite a while the be be more mindset podcast the be more mindset podcast and i say more because the co-host one of the co-hosts of that show will be here in studio today and that is carolee moore she's one of the co-hosts along with her uh other uh, partner in crime there melanie rice she's going to be in the show talking about why that podcast is so hot right now what are the plans for it and a little bit about her personal story how she arrived at it so today's show is going to be dynamic i'm hoping that you have got yourself in a good place to hear good information because you have arrived yet again at the right place at the right time, for the right reasons. Now, you got to go do something right about it after you hear the program. And by the way, if you're listening to the show for the very first time, make sure that you become a fan of the program. <laughs> Subscribe to this program. You can find us at any of your favorite podcast platforms. You can find us on C-Suite Radio, csuiteradio.com. You could also listen to us uh, also here on Sundays at 1 p.m. on 570 Cliff. And go to my website, thejmamietalkshow.com. All of my prior episodes are there. All my goodies are up there. And my personal site, the jmamie.com is going to give you loads of goodies to help you thrive. Before we go to break and bring on my first guest, I wanted to speak with you a little bit about one of the topics that I am discussing currently in the 10th book that I'm in the middle, just about, not in the middle, more like three quarters of the way through, and it'll be available this summer. That book is called The Top 10 Toxic Traits That Keep You Broke, Busted, and Disgusted. 
<laughs> you know, everyone seems to love the title, and I, I can't, I wonder why. The top 10 toxic traits that keep you broke, busted, and disgusted. And one of those topics that I'll be sharing in the book, I'm only going to give you the trailer version here, but I think you'll agree that there's a toxic trait of being complacent. If you are a person that struggles with complacency, then that is a toxic trait that already, I imagine, is keeping you busted, broke, disgusted, and so on, because you have not been able to figure out how to break free of this place called complacency, being complacent. In other words, if you are not interested in going further, getting stronger, doing more, becoming more, fighting for what is right, then you are probably going to live a less than thrilling life. You are probably not going to be able to uh, develop your skills, your talents uh, that you have internally. And certainly you're going to shortchange your ability to be happy, uh, to find more joy, more peace. And, and in the end, I think you'll look back upon your life and you'll, you'll kick yourself in the butt when it's all said and done. If you reflect upon your life and you say to yourself, you know, I should have fought more. I, I, I should have become more. I, I needed to get away from this place where everything for me was okay and the status quo was fine for me. Let me share with you guys. Uh, let me share something with you guys. I'm a straight shooter, and I want you to know that I want you to win, and I want you to be successful, and I want you to have a, the best life possible. And whatever that means for you. But you have to arrive at a place that if you're struggling with the toxic trait of complacency, then I want you to know that there's areas of your life which you've got to break free from this. Because if you don't, you're going to be on the short end of the stick in the magnitude of life that you could have experienced while you were here. So what are the areas where I think people need to look at if they're going to break free from complacency? What are aspects and components uh, in your existence that you need to be uh, you need to be diligent and, and also take this aggressive approach towards complacency so that way you can thrive in life. Well, here's, a, here's an area. Number one, you, you cannot be complacent in your finances. You cannot be complacent in your health. You cannot be complacent in your relationships. You cannot be complacent in your career. You cannot be complacent in your skill development. And by the way, skill development is an area that I have... Uh, I find myself frustrated with people who are not aware that unless you continue to experience growth, personal growth, uh, through a process of personal development, spiritual development, then you're going to find yourself not arriving at that place where the next best version of you is waiting for you. So you cannot afford to be complacent in an area of skill development. It'll cost you. You cannot be okay. You cannot be complacent. In an area of academic development, you know, if you are learning something new, if you're a student, we have tons of students listen to this program, or those that are looking to advance their education, or they know they need to advance their academics, their education, their global knowledge, and world uh, uh, and world views. If you know you need to do that, but you find yourself rationalizing that where you are is good enough, then you have found yourself to be uh, complacent with your current situation, well, you're not going to grow as a person. You're not going to impress anybody else. And you're going to shortchange the relationship that you can develop because you are not at the level of global exposure, knowledge, experience. Um, and by the way, that makes you less interesting, right? If you are not there, then you will find yourself shortchanging the experiences, the relationships that you can have. Don't be, don't be complacent in the areas of developing relationships, developing 
your marriage, your your if you're a parent, your parenting, there's always a next best version that exists in these areas. You know, I tell you, in my book, I, I dive deeper into why complacency is an unspoken cancer if you are living a life like that. And there are many, many who are. Fight complacency. It is a toxic trait. Make sure you tackle that toxic trait and don't fall short. Don't, don't lose sight of the life that you deserve to live just because the toxic trait of complacency is running havoc in your life. Make a decision that you are no longer going to allow complacency to run its course in your life. There's going to be times where things for you have to hit the non-negotiable list and complacency and being complacent has to be on that non-negotiable list if thriving is your intent. Folks, we got a great show ahead. We'll see you after the break. Hey there, Grow Getter. Are you a new or aspiring entrepreneur who is tired of all the different messages that you're getting about how to grow your business? Or maybe you are a seasoned entrepreneur who has been experiencing burnout and not really sure where to go right now with your business. Well, my name is Carolee Moore, and I am the co-host of the Be More Mindful podcast, where we help you to shift your mindset so you can transform your business. If you want to learn more, visit us at www.bemoremindful.com. That is B-M-O-O-R-E mindful.com. Hey guys, it's Sarah Jones from Cancer Support Community North Texas, where we believe in a continuum of care for everybody impacted by a cancer diagnosis. This means the patients and their friends and family too. All of our services are completely free. You can find us in Dallas, North Fort Worth, and Collin County. You can reach us at cancersupporttexas.org or give us a call at 214-345-8230. Don't forget to go to our website and check out the How to Help tab. That's where you can buy tickets to our third annual gala. Hope to see you there. Welcome back to the Jay Mamie Talk Show with your host, Jay Mamie. Welcome back, everyone, to the Jay Mamie Talk Show. On the line right now, I'm excited to introduce to you, as I mentioned earlier in the opening, Gary Wheeland is really someone that not only exemplifies inspiration, but also is not just talking the talk, he is walking the walk. And there's something to be said about the authenticity of an individual who just doesn't uh, give hyperbole. He lives his message. And Gary's message is this powerful message of adapt and uh, overcome and how to handle adversity. We're going to dive more into that. But before we get started, I want to hear more about Gary, his story. So, Gary, please welcome to the Jay Mamie Talk Show. Absolutely. Thank you, Jay, for having me. I appreciate it. Gary, it's a pleasure to, to, to not only have met you recently, but as I dove into your story, I thought to myself, wow, this guy is like Superman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I mean, you are a full-time firefighter, uh, but that's just a sliver of your life. So I've heard your story. Let's go ahead and get our listeners up to, up to snuff with your story. Can you share a little bit about that with us? Yeah, absolutely. Um you know, I was I was 31 years old before I decided what I wanted to be when I grow up, <laughs> and so uh, you know I had a little bit of of athleticism growing up and a uh, halfway decent brain. So um, I was currently working in some retail management when I uh, I realized I was I was maybe uh, using some gifts that I'd been given. Uh, inappropriately. So I needed to use what I've been given in a way that I, that I wanted to help and, and serve my community. And so um, I actually looked into uh, the police department and the military 
but eventually I found uh, the fire service. And so uh, that's when I knew what I wanted to be. So at 31, I, I quit my retail uh, management job and put myself through fire academy and EMT school and uh, was very fortunate enough to get hired on in Denton, Texas um, shortly after shortly after that. So um, that's what I that's what I did for about seven years until uh, my life kind of got flipped, turned upside down on me. Yeah, and that that flipping upside down is a tragic situation. Ninety nine point nine percent of most human beings will never experience that, um, and it's not something that you would want to experience it either. But you woke up and and uh, after a surgery, and and found that your half your leg was gone. So let's pick up from there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, coming out of a, a surgery. Uh, with my leg being amputated is uh, <laughs> not something that uh, I would recommend for anyone. So, uh, you know, I had a lot of a lot of questions, of course, going through my mind uh, of, you know, how did this happen? Why did this happen? Um, and, and, of course, what does my future look like? Mm-hmm. How do I still be a firefighter? Can I still do that? What can I work at all? You know, and, and can I ever walk again? Uh, you know, all lots and lots of questions. Lots, I was worried about my future. Uh, I had a wife and four kids, you know, and uh, anyone out there that has kids uh, knows that they like to eat <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and food costs money and rent costs money. And if I wasn't able to work, how was I going to provide for them? And, um, you know, other things too, like, you know, I, I look different now, you know, how's, how's my wife going to look at me now? And, you know, those types of relationships. And it's just, it was a whole can be of just crazy thoughts and questions and worrying. And, and I was scared and it was, it was, uh, unbelievable. It's something that I would not wish on my worst enemy. That's for sure. Let me ask you this. You could have gone down a very dark, rabbit hole very, very quickly, especially with what you just said. I mean, there's so many people that they find themselves in a health scare, in a crisis um, that has uh, not as severe as yours, right? And they they quickly go into a a deep, dark hole of discouragement that leads to depression easily, right? Absolutely. How did did you not end up there? Let's just be blunt. Okay. Well, I didn't end up there, but I will tell you I started there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. You know, losing a limb is, is a lot like losing a close family member, uh, a spouse or a parent. And so there was a lot of denial at the beginning. And uh, there's like, there's no way this, this is happening to me. Literally last week, I'm dunking a basketball. Like th- th- I cannot lose my leg. This is not my life. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of denial, lots of depression. Once that started to kind of sink in, uh, where, you know, it's, it is, this is my new normal. This is my life now. So, so, um, trying to process that was very difficult. It was, it was, it took some time for sure. Um, you know, one thing that I've always taught my kids, uh, you know, is that everything happens for a reason. And, uh, you know, this was something that it took me a long time to get to, but eventually I was able to wrap my head around that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my kids were my my big inspiration. They're the ones uh, who really <laughs> not not something that they did um, cognitively, but it was something that happened um, where 
you know, losing a limb is very painful and the recovery process is, is long and, and it hurts uh, physically, but mentally is, is a huge, huge battle. And so, uh, you know, I was having a lot of bad days and, and, you know, I noticed that my kids, whenever I had a bad day, they were having bad days. And then, uh, and, you know, every now and then I'd have a good day where it wasn't extremely painful and I could get around the house, you know, in my wheelchair and, and, you know, it wasn't that bad. And so I was having a, a better day and I, and I realized that they were also having a better day. And I started to kind of connect the dots there and I put two and two together that my attitude and my perspective about this whole situation um, was rubbing off on them. And whatever my attitude and perspective was for the day, it was theirs. And so um, I basically decided, and it's it's so hard to do this, but it is absolutely our decision um, to to make is that I decided that this was not going to beat me. This was not going to beat my family. And I was going to do whatever it took to get back to being a firefighter on one leg and change my future. And a lot of people don't understand that when you go through a personal crisis like you went through, um, you're not the only one that's going to be affected by it. Those around you are also going to be impacted and affected by it. Not only the logistical changes, but also yep. uh, the emotional changes, right? And Absolutely. especially their kids. You know, if you have kids. Oh you know, I oftentimes tell people that if you are going through a difficult time, it's okay. We all have difficult times. But it's how you oh, handle yeah. it that it's not only going to help you get through it, but how you handle it will help others get through it with you together. 100%. 100%. That's what I share with people as well. We all face adversity how you respond to that adversity determines your character and, and your character, you know, positive or negative will rub off on people. So I agree with you 100%, Jay. Think about this you're, And I, I just want to stay on this point with your kids because it's, it's important. We have a lot of parents who listen to the show. We have a lot of young people yep. to listen to the show. And, and thankfully, you know, we're doing well enough that we're continuing to grow and reach new audiences, but it's important because um, we are the first and most impactful and powerful role model that they have right um and when you lose a leg and you're a firefighter and you're managing (laughs) a household of five kids right um uh, four uh i i I mean the the fact that you have adapted and overcome what excuse could your kids ever have <laughs> when they come across oh, a difficult man. time, right? Oh, I mean, hey, man. dad lost his leg and he's a ninja warrior, <laughs> right? which we're going to get right. to that in a minute. Um, but it's it's powerful, brother. So I'm glad that your first decision to showcase your attitude was because your kids and your family needed to see that. Would you say that's Absolutely. accurate? 100%. 100%. Whether they meant to or not, they're the ones who uh, showed that to me that, okay, my attitude will absolutely reflect in them. So let's talk about what inspired you because you here we are now. You, you are starting to make peace with your circumstance, right? A lot of people, they don't make peace with their yep. circumstance, right? Absolutely. Yep. You, you, yep. So you said, okay, yeah. right. And, and that's, by the way, that not that part of, a, of adapting, right? Is making peace with your circumstance? Yep. yep. How can we get through this? How do I change this? How can I make this better? Yep. So then what inspired you? Once you got to that that pivotal uh, point, what inspired you to, to start taking on uh, a new experience, start creating a message for the world? I mean, you, you go from 
from a place where now you were adapting to one less leg to, hey, I want to impact yeah. the world. What inspired you to do that? You know, honestly, the, the whole process of going through getting my prosthetic leg, learning how to walk again, uh, mm. which is unbelievable. And that's a whole segment in and of itself. But um, powering through that, uh, getting back to to running and actually throwing my, my bunker gear on and climbing ladders and dragging dummies and, and doing all this stuff that, that we do to fight fire in order to, to get on the truck. Um you know, it was a lot, it was a lot of work physically, a lot of work mentally. Um, and so I, I did, I ended up getting back on a truck, full duty firefighter, um, you know, absolutely no restrictions. And, and when I did that, you know, I, I was fortunate enough to, to uh, make a little bit of uh, TV time. And then uh, teachers started reaching out to me like crazy saying, man, I, I love what you're doing. You are, uh, how, how you're able to do overcome this adversity, please come to my classroom and talk to my kids about overcoming challenges in life. And, uh, you know, having four kids of my own and my mm. wife is a teacher, mm. uh, it was perfect. You know, I thought, absolutely, what can I do? What can I do to help um, build some mental strength in this country? You know, how can I help these this next generation? And so that's what I did. I started getting into classrooms and, and sharing my story a little bit. Kind of, you know, it depends on what age group I'm speaking to uh, will determine kind of <laughs> how deep uh, I get into uh, my story, but at the end of the day, I, I just I want to share this message of of hope and and mental strength and and power that we're all capable of. Um, you know, as long as we don't quit on ourselves, as long as we don't give up. You know, and if I can instill that mindset into into some young minds, then then in the future, when when things come up and they face some some great adversity, you know, it doesn't have to be a leg amputation. It can be it can be anything that that they're facing this challenge. You know, hopefully they will they will have the the mental fortitude to say, you know what, I remember this one guy, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, you know if he can if he can fight fire on one leg and go through what he went through, I can get through this as well. And so that's that's my goal in 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 going out and, and sharing this message with with kids now. Now, Gary, when we uh, come back from the break, I, I definitely want to chat about your your career as a USA para athlete. I mean, we're we're going to chat about you being an American Ninja Warrior competitor. That's amazing enough. It's amazing that you still are a firefighter, but here you are now a, uh, a USA para athlete in the bobsled, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is, I mean, that's all leg power. Right. <laughs> so we're going to dive into that after the break, and but before we do that, I I think that. Your messaging to children um, is critical. Now, your message is is universal, right? Anyone can benefit from your message and your experience. But in our final 30 seconds here, why a younger audience? Uh, it seems to be where you're gravitating. Why? You know, um, I, I like to speak to adults. You know, I get a lot of feedback from adults as well. But, you know, kids are like sponges, right? Um Whatever's going into their brain is, is kind of what they they, they fixate on, and I, and I really truly want to instill upon these young minds that um, they can absolutely overcome any adversity that comes their way. You know, if they can put it in their mind and, and set their mind to it, they can absolutely achieve it. They can literally make the impossible 
possible, mm. you know, and I've, I've done that. I, and, and, and I just want to show them that and not just tell them, but show them, you know, I don't want to just talk the talk. I want to walk the walk and, and show them that they can literally do anything they set their mind to. Wonderful. When we come back after the break, uh, Gary, let's dive into the para-athlete, the, the Olympics. Right. Let's also talk about the American Ninja Warrior competition, how that <laughs> whole thing came about. I saw the video. Right. I was amazed. So we want to make sure our audience understands the man behind the messaging here, and we'll do that after the break. Hey, everyone, this is Jay Mamie from the Jay Mamie Talk Show. I just want you to know that my book, my 10th book, is finally available, Thrivology action-stoking and thought-provoking quotes and phrases is now available for your purchasing pleasure. This book has already making tidal waves among those who appreciate content that is driven to give you a thrive-minded mentality and also reminders throughout the course of the week of the things you need to do to thrive. Guys, you can pick up my book, Thrivology, at thejmaney.com. Friends, this is Jay Mamie, and I'm thrilled to announce that our merchandise site is now open for business my inspirational quotes, encouragement words, and thought-provoking phrases can be printed on a number of very cool items to help you stay in thriving mode. Make sure to visit my website, thejmamie.com. Look for the store link. Check out the items. Once again, that'll be at thejmamie.com. Are your sales lagging? Are you frustrated with your ability to effectively communicate the goodness of your product or service? Could your income greatly benefit from you getting better at selling? Hi, this is Jay Mamie, the host of the Jay Mamie Talk Show and the curator of the Thrive Sales Mastery Course. I want you to know that there are answers on how you can get better at the skill of selling. Go to my course, the Thrive Sales Mastery Course. Get the answers you need so you can experience the results you want. Thrive Sales Mastery. Welcome back to the Jay Mamie Talk Show with your host, Jay Mamie. Welcome back, everyone, to the Jay Mamie. Having a conversation that is phenomenal with the one and only Gary Wyland, who's just sharing his heart with us about the tenacity, the vision, the passion it takes to overcome adversity when adversity is at a uncommon level for at least uncommon with what most people experience. But now uh, let's let's dive into I think what's what's really amazing. It's amazing that you still are a firefighter full time, but you went beyond that. You went to to a whole other area where most people wouldn't even entertain. Uh, so let's yeah. let's talk about how you became a bobsled you a champion uh, bobsled US uh, yeah. USA power athlete, and then how did you integrate? Becoming an American Ninja Warrior. It's a great show, right? A competitor, um, as if you had, as if you didn't have enough things going on. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So you know, where do I begin? You know, I was I was 40 years old, and I thought, what better time to get started with with uh, bobsled than than right now, right? Yeah, perfect age. <laughs> yeah. About 20 years too late, but who's right? counting? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, once I got back on the job, um, you know, I, I was very excited, and, and you'd think I'd be satisfied, but I'm a real big competitor, and so I, I took that as more like a, a challenge um, that I that I just completed, and so I thought, okay, I completed that that task. Now, now what's next? What can I do to challenge myself even more? And so I actually started uh, competing with 
um, with with sitting volleyball with uh, Team USA and, and trying out for them. And um, it was going pretty good. Do do a little bit of pair of beach volleyball with them as well. And then uh, one of the one of my teammates said, "Hey, uh, you know, have you ever thought about bobsledding?" And I and I live in Texas, so of course I said no. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, "Man, you got to come up to New York and try it out." And so I was like, "You know what? I'm willing to try anything." And so. Went up to New York and uh, Lake Placid, right there at the uh, the, uh, the bobsled track, and uh, just fell in love with it. And so, you know, it's with the parasite. We are, um, it's called a mono bob. So there's not a two man or a four man. It is just a one man. And so I push it, I get in it, I get my legs set right, and then I start steering it, and it all happens very fast. It's very loud, it's very mm-hmm. violent, mm-hmm. Uh, but it's exciting. And so um, it was great. I thought, how can I get involved uh, more with this? And so there was there was tryouts, there was some training involved, I had some travel. I ended up going to Norway twice um, with USA, Team USA, uh, and uh it's been a wild ride, and just a couple months ago, we held the the U.S. national championship, and I'm fortunate enough to uh, to to bring home the gold on that. And wow! So, uh, yeah, you know, uh, years and years of 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 basketball and football and softball has has kind of led me to to where I am now with it. You know, it's a lot of. Uh, physical part as far as pushing it which is interesting on one leg you know uh one leg is on ice the other leg is is also on ice but i can't feel it so mm-hmm. uh just a lot of hope uh and trust that it's it's where it's supposed to be because falling flat on my face uh which i have done it does not feel very good mm-hmm. uh but it's been it's been an awesome ride uh next year i'm hoping to to uh, get into a world championship situation. And then 2026, um, we are really hoping to get para bobsled into the the Winter Olympics. So wow. we shall see. <laughs> Fantastic, brother. And so American Ninja Warrior comes along, and you decide, you know what, I'm going to try this too. Uh, how did that happen? And and you were actually recently one of the competitors on the show uh, on NBC. Uh, how did that yeah. happen? Yeah, so um, again, right after uh, I got back on the job, I, um, I was looking for some challenges, and uh, I was actually scrolling through Facebook one night, and I saw uh, an older guy like me uh, going to a ninja competition, and I thought, what in the world is a ninja competition? And so I started uh, looking on his Facebook page and saw that they have these ninja leagues, and it's based on the show American Ninja Warrior. And there's these gyms all over the country, and you go and compete, and you level up, and you go move on to, to the next stage, and eventually there are the finals uh, typically in, in Vegas. And so I, I thought, I can try that. Let me see what I can do. And so that's what I did. I started participating in these leagues. And, uh, you know, ended up making it all the way to the finals in Vegas, uh, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. And then the next year, um, I applied for the show. And uh, I think they liked my story a little bit. <laughs> One leg fireman uh, already doing some ninja. You know, let's get him on the show and see what he can do. And so, yeah, that was last year. And it was it was amazing. It, you know, this huge structure is just so intimidating in the crowd. And it was, it was absolutely amazing. Um, and so 
it went it went pretty well. Not as good as I had hoped. I really wanted to get a buzzer. <laughs> I'm very competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, but but you know, it was one of those things where I didn't know it at the time, but it's actually it's actually benefited uh, me in other ways that I didn't quite get the buzzer. You know, I was I was on those rolling logs and uh, really fighting for my life. You know, and and just to to show people. Um, what I am made of, and that is that I don't give up, mm-hmm. that I don't quit. Mm-hmm. And so even though I didn't get that buzzer, it just kind of falls in line with who I am as a person and, and who I'm trying to show other people they can be as well as, as we can we can do hard things as long as we don't give up on ourselves. And uh, I am happy to say that I was back on the show again this year. And so, All right. uh, yeah, so June 12th is uh, – is going to be my episode, and um, if anybody was able to watch last year's show, I will say this year is ten times better. So it's uh, it's pretty epic. I had a had a good good time. I'm super excited to uh, to see how it turns out on the big screen. Well, if anyone is interested, they really should look you up on YouTube um, and watch the video that I saw. Uh, when you do get to those rolling logs. Uh, you, you, I mean, you just kept fighting and fighting and trying to figure things out. And I think that's the true nature of being tenacious, adapting, overcoming, whatever, whatever's thrown your way. And you, you mean, um, it was just a very inspiring for me as I watched it. And, and now you are the fearless fan man. You are the fearless fan man. Yes, sir. Uh, that, that's also has this message. Hey, let's chat in for our final few minutes here. What is it about? Your, your central message, adapting, overcoming, dealing with adversity. But what is it about that central message that you want people to embrace? You know, um, at, the, at the very heart of it, we, we are humans, and we have so much power inside of us that we don't even realize what we are capable of. And that's what I want people to find for themselves is that they can literally do anything. There is nothing impossible. All right. You just can't quit. You, you just have to find it. You have to push yourself um, into a zone that is uncomfortable and realize, okay, I can get through this. How can I get through this? And you just, you break it down and you find, figure out the steps that it takes to get through it. All right. You, you're not alone. You're not the only person that is going through whatever you're going through. So you just have to figure out, okay, you know, there's a reason why this happened. I'm in this position. I can get through this. Um, I just have to maybe change the way that I'm thinking, change the way that I'm doing this um, for a different outcome. And, and guess what? You will absolutely achieve it. <laughs> you can overcome any adversity mm. that is thrown your way. I, I guarantee you that. I am literally living proof of it. Well, listen, not only are you living proof of it, again, as I said earlier, you are uh, talking, uh, you're walking the walk uh, and uh, and talking to talk, but more importantly, inspiring others to, to follow you. Um, you've got two books. I know you've got two books. One of them is really making an impact because it is geared towards uh, younger minds. But your first book was also a hit. In our last minute here, let's talk a little bit about those both about both those books. 
Sure. Uh, the first book was uh, it's called Fisher's Accident, and this is going to blow your mind, but it was about a firefighter who uh, who gets hurt on the job and loses his leg. And uh, I don't know where I came up with that, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, with the help of his friends, he's able to learn how to walk again and run again and climb ladders and eventually gets back to being a firefighter on one leg. And, and, you know, I, I really wanted to write this book to, to build some mental strength and show kids that you can absolutely do these things. You could do hard things. And, uh, you know, that led to my second book, which is called, uh, Fisher finds a friend. And in that book, uh, Fisher, you know, he's, he's working a car accident and he looks over at the animal uh, shelter there and sees a little puppy and she's only got three legs and nobody wants to adopt her, you know, cause she looks a little bit different and she's probably going to be more work than what they want to do. And so Fisher, of course, uh, adopts her and brings her home and realizes that she can do anything that a four-legged dog can do, you know, only, only better, right. Only faster and stuff. So, um, my, my purpose in writing these books is really twofold. Um, one is, is to show our differences, right? Our differences are what make us human. And so if I can put our differences in these books where these kids can see it at a young age and realize, yeah, we're all different. It's awesome. And then, then when they see an amputee out in public or someone that looks different, um, that they won't be so shocked, you know, kind of take that shock factor away and be like, oh yeah, I saw that in a book. It's no big deal. And just kind of keep it moving. Right. And then the second part, you know, where I really wanted to show is that, yeah, we are amputees or we look different or something is different about us, but we are still living a good life. We're still living the best life that we can possibly live, you know, and I, I really, really want kids to, to understand that, that concept and, and realize that it is 100% true. It is 100% between our ears, um, how we, how we decide what our future looks like. It is 100% up to us. And if I can build that little bit of mental strength in, in the next generation, then I, I can sleep good at night. Well, we're going to put both of the books up at our site so those that are interested can uh, find the books, buy them, read them, share them with their kids, give them to their kids as well. And uh, those that want to learn more about you and probably uh, find out more about how to book you for uh, a speaking engagement, I I think you've got a phenomenal story. Otherwise, you wouldn't be on the show. They can go to GaryWyland.com, GaryWyland.com. We'll also put your information up at our website, the JMamieTalkShow.com. So folks can track you down. Gary's been awesome having you, brother. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for having me on here, Jay. It's been great. My pleasure. Folks, we'll be right back after the break. Are your sales lagging? Are you frustrated with your ability to effectively communicate the goodness of your product or service? Could your income greatly benefit from you getting better at selling? Hi, this is Jay Mamie, the host of the Jay Mamie Talk Show and the curator of the Thrive Sales Mastery Course. I want you to know that there are answers on how you can get better at the skill of selling. Go to my course, the Thrive Sales Mastery Course. Get the answers you need so you can experience the results you want. Thrive Sales Mastery. Hi, this is Jay Mamie. As a lifelong fitness enthusiast and professional bodybuilder, I know the importance of removing impurities and flushing out toxins to maintain a healthy colon and intestinal system. This is why I take and recommend Renew from First Fitness Nutrition. It also has helped me replenish my probiotics, which is necessary for a healthy gut. 
Learn more at healthyfriends.firstfitness.com. Are you Welcome back to the Jay Mamie Talk Show with your host, Jay Mamie. Welcome back, everyone, to the Jay Mamie Talk Show. In our business spotlight today, I mentioned earlier in the show, I love new companies that are doing great things for people and are off to the races by giving people not only the value they deserve, but also taking it to the next level with creativity and really showcasing uniqueness. So in studio today, we have here Carolee Moore, the founder of CMC Marketing, but she's also the co-host of the Be More Mindful podcast with Melanie Rice, both of them are a stellar duo and making an impact in the podcast universe. So welcome to the show, Carolee. Thank you so much for having me, Jay. Excited to be here. Well, Carolee, before we dive into the goodness of what you're doing with your co-host there, can you share a little bit about your story? Well, honestly, my story starts off, I would say, especially my entrepreneurial journey started mm-hmm. off with graduating in the middle of a recession and at the top of my class thinking I was going to, you know, take the world on by storm and mm-hmm. really didn't happen that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so I really took the next 10 years working at every job you can think of and in every industry you can think of. And my family was kind of like, what is going on with you? Mm-hmm. And why are you bouncing from all of these different industries? And I didn't know it at the time, but I just didn't have a passion for anything that I was doing. And I was trying to find what my thing was, mm. this idea of purpose. Mm-hmm. And as much as I felt like a failure, because I graduated again at the top of my class, mm. uh, I eventually realized in living in Massachusetts that there was just something missing from everything that I was doing. And as I made the decision to move to Dallas in 2021, I just stopped looking. Mm. And in the stop looking, the thing that I had been doing for the last, up until that point, 12 years, which was graphic design, kind of fell into my lap as a full-time thing. And even though I say it fell into my lap, everything is on purpose and we know that. Right, that's right. And so I started out doing full-time freelancing and then projects got bigger. Folks started getting laid off because of the pandemic. And so I just got too much work. I started pulling other people in and eventually that became an agency model where I hired on an internal team. Mm. And then at the top of the year, Melanie Rice came on as our COO and the company in and of itself is a perfect representation of what um, I would say a lot of people who look like they're lost Um, when they actually are quote unquote found, mm. they're able to impact so much because they've been in so many different places and so many different rooms. They've worked with so many different people, so many different industries. And so our agency, you know, the story of how we came together and the reason why our logo are, is a cactus is because all of that was birthed in places where people aren't supposed to be thriving. I love it. You, yeah. can, you know, building yeah. a business in the middle mm-hmm. of a pandemic. So The story, our story, is, I would say, the story of a lot of people who are now building in the middle of the pandemic, and that's what we're trying to kind of help people to do. It's fantastic because you you hit the nail on the head on so many points there, Um, but one of them you talked about uh, kind of for for a handful of years, kind of like wandering around, like a Mm -hmm. wandering generality, trying Mm -hmm. to figure things out, but then the one thing that that, that triggered in you was when you found your passion. Mm Mm-hmm. And that kind of has brought you to where you are today. And you're right, starting a business and thriving in a business during a pandemic. I mean, not too many people uh, can say that. 
So that there's a lot to be said about your tenacity and your ability to, to keep going when everyone else around you is struggling. So that's kudos to you. CMC Marketing. So let me ask you, what do you find then, before we dive into the podcast, mm-hmm. what do you find are the are company's greatest challenges to brand awareness? I know that's a whole segment on its own. Right, right? So give, right, me, the, right. give me the trailer answer, <laughs> the trailer version of your answer. Okay. But what are the challenges that they find when it comes to, to, to not only uh, bringing their brand to a new level, but also um, what uniqueness do you offer in solving those challenges? So, I mean, the biggest thing that we see is inconsistency, right? When you talk to someone in person about what they do and, you know, what their business does, what the problems are that they solve, if they even know that in person, it's one answer. And a lot of times when you go online and you look them up or you look up the business, completely different mm-hmm. vibe, right? Completely, yeah. Sometimes completely different services. See that? I see that. <laughs> um, yeah. And a lot, that in and of itself, and and also when someone is saying, we do luxury, we do premium, we do all of these different things, and you become a client or you buy the product and you realize the promise doesn't match what is actually being delivered. Mm-hmm. So there is a disconnect there between what you're saying and what you're actually delivering. And what we come in and try to do is and we call it foundational marketing for a reason we don't do anything uh paid right everything is organic because we want to help people build really intentional and long-lasting brands and stories Mm. our jam is storytelling we come in at the ground level and help you understand that your business really is not about you and once a business understands hey i'm here to serve i'm here to solve a problem and when i can solve this problem in a way that is so beyond anything else that anyone else is doing right and I'm giving customer service that's tied to this problem solving, I can go out and and push this message, right? A lot of people are marketing things that should not be marketed because Mm -hmm. it hasn't been really tested on that ground level. So that's where I would say our uniqueness comes in. I love it. I mean, everything you said there is right on point. You know, most people, uh, not many companies lose sight of their messaging. There's no consistency to it. Um, And you're right. They say one thing and when you look them up, it's a whole other ballgame. Yep. Right. So brilliant, brilliant. Now let's let's talk about Be More Mindful podcast. I love the play on on the name. <laughs> I, I think it's very, very clever, very cool. Thanks. But what inspired you to launch the Be More Mindful podcast uh, alongside your co-host, uh, Melanie? So the first thing I would say is I saw the block for a lot of business owners. A lot of times we think it's sales. It's a pipeline. It's a you know, it's even marketing. When the block is your mindset, mm-hmm. the idea that a lot of these companies that we see, um, Instagram, WhatsApp, there's so many companies that were started in the middle of a recession. And th- that's a guts. We talked about that earlier yeah, in the yeah, segment. Yeah. And those are the companies, those are the, the business leaders who are going to make the next generation. Right. That's right. And a lot of times we just saw people not willing to invest in their business. They DIY themselves out of business. Mm. And it was beyond just marketing tips and, and branding, you know, guidelines and whatever really wanted to get to the actual problem. And it starts in your mind. And so as I was talking to Melanie, I realized that our mindset was so similar as much as our experiences were so different. And I felt like anyone who's listening would be able to see, Mm. Hey, you come to the same place, even if you start something somewhere completely different. Right. And so Really, that's why we chose mindset is because it really colors everything that you do in your business. I love that. And I think you can't go wrong when you have a podcast that allows people to learn how they can shift their mindset, especially if they're struggling with head trash, which is 
a whole other podcast. I love right? that. Head trash. I'm going to use that, by the way. Right. Is right that trademarked? Nope, you can use it. Listen, say it three times is yours. I do. That's what I do. I do a, say it three times is mine. Love it. Love it. Love it. So to date, I know you've had a bunch of guests on your show. You've had yes. some really cool people on your show. Um, but what have been, in your opinion, three of the richest insights that you've gleaned from your previous guests? So the first one, for sure, is the fact that entrepreneurship, in a lot of ways, is a consistent cognitive dissonance exercise. Yes, it is. Where outside, everyone can see everything is going great. Oh, my God, you have an HGTV show. This is EJ Williams, Mm -hmm. um, one of our guests, who her and her husband, they're hosting an HGTV show. But what she shared with us on the show is that there was a journey to get there from Chicago to Dallas and filming that show and pulling her kid out of school mid, you know, midterm and what that whole experience was like mm-hmm. for her to be in this mindset of like, okay, after the show, what then? And figuring that out and, and life like that. You have to figure that piece. And that's a huge part of mindset. How do you, as people are praising you and you're going through all of this hard mm-hmm. stuff, mm-hmm. figure that piece out. Another thing that we really kind of dived into uh, with Scott Tennant, who is a business partner for Tony Robbins, his whole thing was manifestation. But one of the things that we really learned is dreaming big and having the idea of anything that's beyond what you can already think is an exercise. It is something that you have to learn Mm. and it is is a skill that you can continue to sharpen. Mm -hmm. It's not just going to happen over time. You can be in business for 10 years and still not be dreaming as big as you should be because of the fear of whatever fear of failure fear of success Mm -hmm. whatever it is so even if you don't believe in manifestation right the idea is you can train yourself to see beyond you know where your nose is or even where you think your limitations may be and the last one is the most powerful because it's someone who is is not a name right she's not tied 21 she's not this big whatever but her, her life goal and her journey is about helping entrepreneurs be more mindful. Her job is to be a wellness coach, a mental wellness coach for entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And she told her story. Her name is Taria Jones. And the entire studio, quiet when she's talking. Mm. I mean, tears in your eyes because she talked about her, how she built her mental fortitude and how in the moments and what she called those dark moments, her mental fortitude, the things that she had to kind of learn to get to, to get past some of the hardest times of her in her life to then now be the quote-unquote success that everyone sees. We really got to understand, and I think the listeners, anyone who goes out and tries to listen to this podcast will see what it really means to be an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. right? And, and those are the three things. You know, it's interesting. Each one of those points, it's a great point, by the way. Thanks. And by the way, just, just from the experience, most listeners um, aren't, aren't really in the know as to what it takes to be a good host or what it takes to, be, uh, to bring on a good show. But a good host will listen to the answers that their guests give. And if no one else is paying attention, if no one else is internalizing, they are. Right. That's a good host. And I could tell that you certainly are. That's why your show is a hit. Thank you you. And, and Melanie shows a hit. But, you know, I believe that uh, especially um, uh, Tony Robbins uh, assistant or, or partner, business, business, yeah. business guy who's on your show. Um, you know, mindset is a muscle. 
Absolutely. And just like every muscle needs to be exercised on a daily basis, so does your mind and your mind strength. Absolutely. And your and your your level of, of belief um, can wane just like your body, your muscle can wane if you don't give it the exercise it needs. So does your belief. And I think a lot of people, that's why they, they struggle with their belief. They don't give it enough exercise. Isn't that true? Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. That's a big one. So what is your show aim to achieve for the listener? What's the end game for the listener and why? So our show is, and I'm really proud about this, it's not about teaching you how to do anything. Mm-hmm. It is about helping you to think differently. Love it. The tagline for our show is, you know, we help you to shift your mindset so you can transform your business. And that's really what we aim to do is to help people to think differently. And we are not telling you how to think and what to think, but we're challenging you to step outside of what you've been, you know, processing and thinking um, within your business. I love that. I love that. Now I know not every podcast, not every show fits every foot, right? Mm-hmm. Um, some people, it, it, so right up the rally, some people can't really resonate or, or don't relate to it and don't appreciate it. Um, that being the case, so who would benefit the most from listening to your show? What's, what audience is the most benefit, benefit, can benefit the most from listening to your show? I would say someone who is new to business, who okay. is trying to be proactive and in, in setting up their business the right way. In addition to getting your business plan, in addition to figuring out your sales strategy and what products and uh, service that you want to offer, mm-hmm. really getting your mindset right okay. is, is so important for that foundation. So I would say above everyone else who wants to listen, which we welcome that, right. we'd say that that would be the segment that we really, really would love to target okay so what happens next what's going on in in our final minute here what's the future of the show and what's the future of cmc marketing where can people learn more about you so the future is a community we want to help folks who i mean entrepreneurship is such a lonely experience sometimes yes especially if you're in this kind of space of wanting to learn more about how you think Mm -hmm. and breaking through that having other people who are on that same journey and being able to share resources being able to share questions and not feel judged we're creating that space and there's actually a Facebook group that is tied to our podcast. Awesome. Um, so people can go on, on Facebook and search, be more mindful, um, um, podcast and you'll be able to pull that up as a group and and join on the conversations we post on there after every episode to kind of just help people, uh, connect. So excellent. Well, we're going to put your information up at our website so people can track not only the podcast down, but they can track down CMC marketing and learn a little bit more about what you're doing and the goodness you're bringing to the business community. We appreciate you being on the show. Absolutely. Thank you so much again for having us. This was phenomenal. Thank you. It's been my joy. Folks, we're wrapping up another fantastic show of the Jay Mamie Talk Show. Make sure that you tune in next time for your hour of Thrive Time.